Put your headphones in, go to a quiet space. It's time to listen to Common Sense. Let's get it. Hey everybody, it's your boy, Common Sense. And I'm here to tell you guys about one of the best cleaning services in the Dallas, Texas area. D&D Cleaning. And if you hurry right now before February 1st, they got a special going on. I'm going to give you a couple of the prices, man, because you got to look it out for yourself. But most people I know, three bedroom, one bath, they clean the whole thing, 80 bucks. Three bedroom, two bath, 85 bucks. Man, the highest price on this special don't go above 135, bro. I'm telling you. Now, I don't really like to clean my house, but I do it myself. But when you got the best cleaning service in the Dallas, Texas area, Offering to clean your house for you, man, why would you want to lose? You want to get the best cleaning service in Texas, period. You want to have your house looking speak and span, period. Why not go to the best cleaning service, D&D Cleaning? They came to my house. They clean my house every month now, man. For real, they are that good. Using D&D Cleaning just doesn't make sense for your household needs. That's common sense. Y'all check, check them out on Instagram, Twitter, D&D Cleaning. And also, call Lady Dre to set up your appointment. Her number is 972-742-5729. Once again, Lady Dre at 972-742-5729. Let her and her ladies come out there and make your home feel like a castle. This is everybody's space. <laughs> <laughs> it's not and like I walked into your bedroom and spit next to it. And no wonder you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, you walking in the bedroom and spit. That's what you're supposed to do with net right there. Spit it out. <laughs> anyway, damn it. <laughs> welcome, welcome, everybody. We're you're listening to is Common Sense, and I'm your host, Common Sense PJ, with the new dreads. If you haven't looked. I've gotten my dread started, and now I'm sexy. So now I'm going to Times Magazine, sexiest man of the year. So Time Magazine, hit me up. Let's do the photo shoot. But right now I'm here with Rudy Ramsey and a, and a random guest who just happens to be outside. <laughs> She's also a listener, though. But we're not going to say any names. We're going to protect, no names, the, yeah, protect no names. the nameless. If you don't have a podcast name, you can't be named. But, uh, but uh, anyway, me and Rudy, we're, we're going to talk about this thing called classism, the cousins of racism. But Rudy has a problem with Kanye West doing it. And I want to know his opinion. Because Kanye West is actually the smartest motherfucker around right now. Dude. No, it's a smart move. I'm not saying it's a stupid thing, but it's sleazy as hell. Well, now, now ex- exactly what's sleazy as hell? That you use God to bring yourself into a different level and to grab a whole different type of community to back you up and to purchase your stuff and to supply you money. It's not that. He's not using them for the money. He's using them for the image. His image is tarnished due to, you know, hip-hop and rap. So he has to fix his image. That's why he's trying to get with Disney. Disney don't push all this hardcore shit. You know, you got to be kind of spiritual. He's not doing nothing the Catholic Church hasn't done. Um... 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's not doing nothing the Catholic Church hasn't done. What's it? If we're if we're not gonna get on the Catholics for doing it, leave him alone. Here's the thing. Nobody says what the Catholics are doing is right either. Nobody says what the guy from Houston is doing is right either. Guy from Houston. Yeah. Yeah, Joel, Joel Osteen. Osteen? Yeah. Okay. Nobody yeah. said what he's doing it right. What's the problem? What's the what's what's the? What he doesn't the, like that you know Kanye's using religion. I don't think he's necessarily using religion. It's like a backup plan. You know, uh, he's not using religion in a bad way. Like, he's not trying to make his own church and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? He's using gospel music, but he's trying to. I feel like he's using the music as a way to get people because he. He's got a, a big platform in music. He's got a bigger platform in music than he has in fashion. He can't get into the fashion world because the people with the bigger money ain't really fucking with him yet. So he's got to prove to them that they should fuck with him. Now, now before with the with the rap, he was doing it. But you, you see what happened? He, he drove himself crazy. <laughs> but so, he's doing he's doing what he got to do to get. He, he, right now, nigga rich is the niggas we see on TV. White people and all. The movie stars, that's nigga rich. You know what I'm saying? We trying, he trying to get Jay-Z billion rich, Robert Kraft rich, owner rich. That's where he's trying to get. That's the real rich. And to do that, you know, you got to have something in, in, in the natural resource. And if you can't get in the natural resource, what's the thing that's already global? Religion. Now, as long as he's good with his, well, as long as he's good with God with himself, how do we? You know what I'm saying? He probably. <coughs> you got to look at the bigger picture of what he's doing, not just the negative but part. You of said it. it all right there because he wants to be a billionaire. Now it's you, bigger than billionaire. This is really high. It's this, bigger than billionaire. This is how you look at it. It don't matter what his reasoning is doing it for. That that doesn't matter. What's important is the message. The message is important as long as he don't deter the message. My point is, is this. For instance, you see a homeless man, right? Yeah. You give him money. Now, that was a good deed on your behalf. Now, just because that homeless man take that money and go buy liquor for it, with it, does that mean that what you did was still uh, a good deed? It's still, it's still a good, a good deed. deed, right? Yeah. Regardless of what he do with it. So what I'm saying to you is as long as his message is still, you know, as long as he's not deterring the message, I can care less what he's doing with it. I can care his personal game because that's between him and God. God's going to judge him on that. Same shit I'm saying. He's just doing his shit a, a, in another way. It, you know, so a lot of people you're looking for is is uh, unconventional. It's an unconventional. Yeah, unconventional. The unconventional way is probably sometimes the best way. You know. And they say the broader path is the path everybody chooses, but very few gonna choose that narrow path, which is the unconventional way. But if you look at Kanye West, everything he's ever done in it's his entire life has been unconventional. And that's and a I good get thing. what he's saying, but I feel like he is. I, I feel like he's trying to get at. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all new slaves. Cause the consumer is a slave. Here's what I was telling he's, yeah. he's gonna, he's gonna find that loophole that once you become not, <clears throat> things become about religion, <clears throat> you don't have to pay taxes on stuff no more. And I'm pretty sure he's like, doesn't want to pay taxes. I prefer not to pay taxes. 
Wouldn't my, it be better if somebody else considers you a religion than you? But my thing is this. This, what if, okay, this is my whole thing. This is how I feel about that whole situation. To me, it's not about the messenger, it's about the, the message. message. So yeah. I could care less about Kanye West and what he doing. I care about the message that he's portraying. His message is reaching people. That's what's, that's what's most important to me. Now, what can be concerning in a worldly, if you look at it from a worldly view, is that he's using religion to profit. That could be some people's opinion. But it's not up to us to judge him. That, that's up to God to judge him. Whatever he's doing, that's up to God. As long as his message is the positive one and it's having a positive effect, that's the only thing that should matter. Because I, I also feel like if he's doing some shit the wrong way, oh, he's going to get it. <laughs> oh, it's going to come, it, come back. So if we see Kanye destroyed, we know what happened. It's the same way we see if we see Joel Osteen or the, the, you know what I'm saying if we see some shit start getting destroyed then we know it, you know it wasn't built right they, or the message is and, fucked and up the reason I say that is because Kanye was raised a Christian his mother raised him a certain way and when she died he went down a dark path and he lost himself oh, yeah. and so to see him coming back to that he got to a point where he lost his mind and in order to get back to something familiar, he went back to what he was taught. And what he was taught is what his mama instilled in him. And so you can't blame a man for going back to what they was taught. You see what I'm saying? Even though, even in your opinion, what he was taught might be wrong, he's still going back to what he know. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So in a sense, it's like, I can't judge that man. I can't judge him. Now, if he was spreading hate, then it'd be different. It'd be totally different. But the fact that the message is it's a positive one, then it's a positive message. So yeah. I, I can't really knock him for that. And even going back to looking at Kanye's old interviews, like even in, during his rant, like he was saying, he was telling people exactly what he was going through. Like with the whole uh, uh, Nike thing. I listened right. to an interview on the Breakfast Club. He was telling them, like, bro, they are not giving me the control that I want. And that's what, and, and I can't get nothing. So he ended up going to Adidas where he got something. They're like, oh, well, you just complained about that. And he's like, nigga, didn't y'all hear me? They didn't give me shit. At least they gave me something. But <laughs> like his whole goal is to make Yeezy $100, $60. And he was mad that they were making it limited releases. So, but now you see Yeezys coming out, like every Yeezy that's ever been made, now it's overpopulated. So now even the resellers, and I'm a shoe reseller too, you can't really sell them hoes. You, if you buy them, you got to keep them. Yeah. But that was the whole point. To keep them? He want people to keep them. He don't want you to spend your money on this bullshit. He wants you to spend your money on, on other shit, your family, the economy. Uh, he, Kanye with his albums literally played games with us. He gave us bullshit because he wasn't focused on music. He was trying to make, he was trying to do business. And we get pressure of, oh, you got to make an album. You got to make an album. So this nigga just puts out some bullshit. And, and everybody's like, oh, Kanye, that was whack. And he's like, nigga, I keep telling y'all I wasn't ready to make music yet. <laughs> One thing that I can say how you can tell that he's really having like a transformation is because even in all his old music, he's changing the lyrics to his old music. Even when he performed, he's changing the lyrics. Like he had a song that was like, it was a raunchy song it was very a raunchy song like and he turned it into a, a christian song and it's hard to even fathom that like 
when you get so used to saying and hearing something a certain way and then he switch it up it's like okay he gotta be serious about this because this is gonna affect his bottom line mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah it's, it's just i get what you're saying though that's been a, a big thing is what's the real reason behind it and he hit something that i didn't really think about Religion is worldwide. You tap into that, that's a whole different ball game as far as what you gonna have coming in. Mm-hmm. That's that's a whole different level. Like he came out with his own. Well, I, he said he didn't do it, but somebody came out with a, a Jesus Bible, where everywhere it said Jesus, they took it out and put Jesus. That's to me, that's going way too far with it. That's where I have a problem with it. Like, that's doing too much. But he he addressed that in one of his interviews where he said he was at a point in his life where he felt like he was God. That whole Yeezus album was he felt like he was God. And he said, as you can see, God stripped him of everything and broke him down. And that's when he realized that, nah, I ain't going about this the right way. And he switched it up. But within the same breath, how much of his music do he write these days? Uh, what, what, 20, 20% of it? Uh, I think he collaborates with people. Yeah. I think, but I, I think as an artist, you got to. Like, on his he, level. Yeah, on his level, like, by, by now, like, you gotta, you need somebody to tell you, you can't keep going back to chase your original sound. Because it's like making an Independence Day and Independence Day too. If Will Smith would have did Independence Day 2, he'd have been chasing former glory and trying to capitalize on former glory. So when you're Kanye West's level, like you need other people to, to put you on some new shit and you have to kill some new shit to stay relevant. Cause look at Jeezy, T.I. Like they do the same shit, same trap music. We not fucking with them no more like that. But you know but, who, who started really doing that? Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Snoop Dogg was the first to change he he started with that. Um, he came with a reggae album. Yep. And then, then he, he came with a gospel, gospel album. Gospel album. And then he came with an R and B album. Yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. Like he's the dog father yep. for real. That's why he's so relevant now because he can do so many. Now they can make cooking shows and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You as an artist, you gotta be an artist. <laughs> you can't just a rapper just can't be a rapper. You know you gotta do some other shit or you gonna fall yeah. off. Or we're going to forget about you. I mean, look at Drake. He does everything. Wonder why Drake's the most popular artist ever. And Kanye been calling this shit since Drake came. Like, because that nigga does everything. Yeah. He writes. He uh, movies. <laughs> TV shows. Music. Uh, yeah. Socially. He takes care of his, his, his country. Man, he'll never go out. Because he do too much shit. Kanye never go out because he do too much shit. Jay-Z never go out because do too much shit. Meek Mill, the way he's coming up, he'll never go out, do too much shit. You know what I'm saying? Then you, what they're trying to say, what, what Snoop basically said was, y'all niggas got to do something else besides rap good, or you ain't never go, or your art is going to die. Yeah, longevity. <laughs> it's something yeah. that I heard uh, Eminem say. He was like, when was it ever an issue and a bad thing to have long longevity, I mean, to have longevity, uh, longevity. longevity in this game. That, I thought that was an accomplishment because mm. people was getting on to him about how long he'd been around. Uh, his new album that he dropped, I heard, I was like, okay, I see his point, where he coming from. Because you know people getting in and getting out. Right. 
It's a lick. Just, <laughs> everybody sound the same. That's why. It's, exactly what Kanye said. Yeah. I can put out some bullshit. Somebody gonna love it. It's he like, made a song with Lil Pump in the, in the fucking big ass suits and got to perform that shit on Saturday Night Live. And you and you look at it. If you look at the live performance, <coughs> Lil Pump looks like the most awkward motherfucker ever. Shouldn't even be sharing the stage with Kanye West. But yet, this nigga is rich. This little white boy that came in and stole our culture, got rich, and now he just chilling. He didn't. He didn't got this by J Cole. Then did a song with Kanye. The, uh, got a hit hit song, went on tour, got many people loving him, and all this nigga said was Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna tell you what's gonna be the album of this year, that, the Kendrick Lamar album. If he dropped. Oh, he coming this year. He and got to though. And it's rock influence. He oh he got to. No, they already said it. The album that's coming this year by Kendrick Lamar is completely rock influence, rock and roll influence. Yeah. You know what? And I think that for the for the sake of society, gotta work. It will, but you know what's gonna overshadow it? Drake gonna come out with some oh, yeah. crazy Drake, shit. Drake dropping this Drake dropping this year, J. Cole dropping again this year, Kendrick coming again, like all the heavy hitters is coming this year. They've already announced it. It, it would be awesome if all these motherfuckers just got together one time. Oh, Did one bad. song. All they gotta do is one song. They don't do that no more. They used to back in the day. Yeah. It's a damn shame. Look how basketball players unite around Kobe. Oh man. That's you know what I'm saying? What if what if what if rappers did that? We already missed one day. Y'all could have did that with Nip. I mean, what well, they they did a were, little bit with Nip, but, but not were, enough. Were they doing that with Kobe when he was alive? Nope. That's all I'm saying. I know, but now but now that we know that, <laughs> what, if, if we lost Nip and Kobe, at this point, everybody need to look around and say who's next. You know what I'm saying? It's just a reminder that yeah. everybody got an appointment. And and it, when I say that everybody need to look around and say who uh, uh, who's next as a reminder, that means everybody need to fucking do some shit. Oh, yeah. It's time to jump. It's time to jump off that ledge. Time to jump off that cliff and walk with faith because if you don't, he gonna take you either way. Oh, it's it's, it's, either, it's either you jump with the faith and do what the fuck you your heart desires so he can give it to you and you can live the message, or you just <coughs> don't live it and he take you anyway. You're supposed to rejoice when you when you die. When a baby is born. Because they got to come into this world to see all this bullshit. That's right. And the day you leave is the day it really begins. Man, they said Hulu got a, a, a special on Kobe already. Really? 45 minutes long. Ain't, ain't hard. All they did was go on YouTube and grab some shit that some kid did and thought it was good. Yeah, and, and, and put it on their network. But that's marketing. Capitalism. we we going to sit here. Let's use capitalism against itself. Well, see, you know, <clears throat> bringing it, back to the whole thing with uh, Kanye, yeah. the reason why I come up with that basis, because he, like you said, he already said he was like God, uh-huh. and he already said, you know, he, he when he called, started calling himself Jesus, I thought that's kind of disrespectful towards yeah, Jesus as a person. Yeah. So, he paid. so that's yeah, but if it, <clears throat> if you, if you're doing stuff like that, and then later on. 
it's like it's your past stuff, and then and then people want expect that you're not the same person. Even you're not the same person. It may, it's <clears> but like it, it's questionable. So your that's why history, I question your history. Make your decision very questionable. Yeah, you're that's why, that's question why I question him. what he's thinking now. Like when he does this. Right oh now. yeah, you're allowed to do that. Right. Because we'll he because he proved you he proved you wrong before, right? We'll find out. Yeah, we we gonna find out. In the next couple albums, if everything changes and shifts back to the old Kanye, then you gonna know all this was a scam, or you know. But even even still, even if it was, he still changed and affected lives. Yeah, got a point. You know, he had fans. He got some diehard fans to where when he went that way, they went that way with him. So (laughs) it affected their lives and it changed his lives. So even still, God got the glory out of it, regardless. That's all I'm saying. He and and Kanye got to deal with what he got to deal with. But right. as long as... It was, look, oh, man, if he faking... If oh, he yeah. faking... Oh, he going to pay, bro. Right, exactly. And ain't nothing we can do about that. But And, and if he is faking and he pay, I'll be the first one to say, hey, I was wrong. Kanye was on some bullshit. But he learned his lesson. But see, you what know? it is, is that's, that's a, a true testament of a Christian. Like, that's the true testament. When you change your life, you start living for the better. Everybody that you used to run with, hang with, ain't going to believe you. I'm a living and proof. Then you have to show that. You got to live that walk. You got to live that walk for as long as you can think before they'll actually start believing that you're a changed person and that the transformation is real. So it's actually like a, a example of what really happens when you change with your life. When you stop living for the enemy and start living for God, you gonna people are gonna question you. You've been living wrong your entire life. Now all of a sudden we supposed to believe you different. But that's why it's not for us to please people. It's, it's for us to God. please him. Same thing I said, because I know I was one of the most problematic niggas I know. And now I'm so unproblematic that you I wouldn't even believe. If it was me and you came to me and was like, hey, you know, PJ, that nigga <laughs> that nigga nice and positive and all happy all the time and shit. And, I, and if you came to me and said that shit, I'd be like, nigga, you right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There ain't no way that nigga right there right. is unproblematic. That nigga's a now, that nigga look like a problem. Now, let's say you find out that he is genuine. That gives you every reason. Well, if God can do it for him, can you do it for me? Do it for me. You see what I'm saying? So God it takes the he takes the worst of the worst. And that's how he affects so many because he takes the one that you would never think. That's why he hung around nothing but people that was the bottom of the barrel. Because in order to change those that think they are above people, I'm going to have to take the lowest of the low and turn them into, you know what I'm saying? And once they see the light in you and how I've changed you from being in the darkness and now you got light, it'll affect those. Yeah. The masses. That's how he does that. And that's, that's the whole goal. That's the whole goal in life, man. Changing some shit. Where you going, old man? Well, we've been here for a long time on this one. <laughs> it was a great one, too. I'll be back with the final thought. Again, thanks for Rudy Ramsey for taking the time out before he went home. <laughs> Well, everybody, uh, that was a great episode about, it, it was supposed to be about classism, but actually that became uh, uh, one of them stories of stop judging books by its cover. 
you know, uh, well, and also not ready to use somebody's past against their future. People do change. And I mean, Kanye West is a good example. Also myself, like I said before, I was very problematic. If you don't know what problematic means, I was a fucking terror, a hellraiser. Everywhere I came, I had to leave fear or an impression that, you know, that I was that nigga. And uh, that wasn't, that wasn't a good, that wasn't good. And it caused more problems for me. So in the end, I realized that I've been doing everything wrong, so I might as well start living right. Well, of course, the people who I've caused problems to aren't necessarily going to believe that on top. So you got to be consistent. So if you know somebody's changing, don't judge them on what they used to do. Judge them on the consistency to stay a changed person. That's what matters. Because once you start trying to judge, you're in a whole nother level. And you know, he who without sins can cast the first stone. And ain't nobody on earth without sin. So stop trying to throw stones. And like I said, you know, forgiveness for somebody's past is really for yourself. So if you're not able to forgive somebody and speak ill on them, alive, dead, whatever, then you need to learn how to forgive yourself for putting yourself in that situation and stop playing the victim. There are no victims anymore. Okay? In growth, there are no victims. You don't complain. You don't blame. You accept change. Don't blame, change. That's the moral of the story. And that just don't make sense. It's common sense. I'll be back with you guys. I got a Kobe episode coming soon. Just basically me talking about what Kobe meant to me. Okay? And and, and I ain't about to get into none of that extra ass shit. I'm talking about the man who inspired me. And millions of other people. So, uh, yeah. Catch y'all next time. Remember, subscribe. Share to your friends. You know, if you didn't need to hear it, somebody else did. And you never know, so you need to pay it forward. Because I probably didn't help you sometimes. So, everybody be blessed. Remember, every day, live every day like it's your last. And jump. Like Steve Harvey said. All right, everybody, y'all take it easy. Blessings on all.